our product is an online community and marketplace for cannabis users. It works in all states domestically. I believe there's 33 of them that allow for either medical or recreational use. And what our system does is it connects seamlessly to every point of sale system on the market. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today we're continuing our Raising Cannabis Capital series with Danny Larone from Life. Hey Danny, thanks for being on the MJ Bulls podcast. Hey Dan, thanks for having me. Well, I got to tell our listeners, this is kind of a funny story, but before we kick it off, I <laughs> today was a beautiful day and I was skiing and, I, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got a two o'clock interview with Danny. And at lunch I looked at my emails and Danny's like, hey Dan, I got a, something came up, can I? And I'm like, yeah, we can switch this. <laughs> So I'm sitting in the parking lot at A Basin right now after a great day of skiing. So Danny, thank you for for changing the schedule. You gave you made my day complete. So thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. It's a it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today it was today. That's for sure. Interesting. We get a ton of people that want to be on the show, and a lot of people aren't really at the place yet for the the format of this show. Their businesses aren't quite where I would like them to be. A lot of startups kind of aren't positive where they want to be when they grow up. You guys, although it seems like you're a startup, after I did some research on you, you are not a startup. This thing, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you may look like a startup, but you are a long way from a startup. You got to tell the listeners, you got where you are right now through some sort of bad luck. But go ahead well, and give, give us a story. Uh, for sure. So it's, you know, it's, it's been a fun ride for us. The team has been around now close for two years. We started about two years ago in the Mission District of San Francisco. And it was a basic premise that we wanted to be a competitor for Eve. The, the company we started was called Tacos and Trees. And it was an on-demand platform for medical cannabis users to order cannabis online. And then at the end of the checkout process, they could click a little box and they could add tacos to their order for five bucks. We partnered with a local taqueria. So if you click the tacos box, the drivers would swing by and grab two street tacos and add them to your order. Oh. It was a cool product. It was a fun company. We grew from San Francisco to, add, to grow to five cities, 10 employees in less than six months. And we got it up to a quarter million dollar run rate. And at that time, it was January in California of 2018. The new laws came in that we were not going to be able to get grandfathered in for a license. We explored the equity program. We weren't going to make it through there. So it was at that point when we said, hey, you know, we have all of this incredible IP that we've coded from the ground up. Many of the reasons we had to do that was because, as you know, nobody will work with you in cannabis. Forget PayPal, Shopify, it's just not going to happen. So each time we tried to build something with someone, they said, no, we build it ourselves. So in January, February of this year, we shut down Talkers and Trees and we said, wow, you know, we can integrate with every point of sale system on the planet. We can do this in, in encryption with compliance through metric. We have all of the IT that's necessary to run a marketplace. And, you know, we're really blessed that we have this incredible design team that I'm hoping we get funded soon so Facebook and Apple can stop trying to steal them from me because <laughs> they're massively underpaid right now. But their stock will vest soon. 
Yes. So, you know, we have this dev team that's able to put a beautiful front end on on the front of our product um, that makes it really feel nice. And people really want that with digital products. So now we have Life, our online community and marketplace that should launch next week in California, Oregon, and Maryland. And we're we're really excited about the future. Man, that's just, it's a great story. This this the classic one door closes and a window opens or another. And you guys were mature enough to see that we got a bad break here, but Actually, it might yeah. be a good. It might be a blessing in disguise, and and I give you a lot of credit for holding the team together because that kind of stuff is is enough just to lose a lot of enthusiasm. So let's talk a little bit about what life does, how it works, and what problems you know really is going to be solving for the for the industry. Sure. So life is is up now on desktop and mobile, and our product is an online community and marketplace for cannabis users. It works in all states domestically. I believe there's 33 of them that allow for either medical or recreational use. And what our system does is it connects seamlessly to every point of sale system on the market, meaning that we can ping in real time all point of sale menus. And I think there's only about a one second degree of latency. The big reason we did this is because if you look at the marketplace now, people are really upset with the marketplaces that products are out of stock or it's not exactly what's in the picture. What people want is people want to buy exactly what's in the picture. And so we make uh, we facilitate this process seamlessly for the dispensaries and then display it on our site. For consumers, where we add value is we aggregate and create social and digital content to answer questions for people. So essentially, you could come to life and you could find out about CBD or you can get recommendations for products to help you sleep or you could find out the best new joints you can watch Instagram stories from influencers to see how it made them think and feel. Mm-hmm. And then at the bottom of all the articles and pictures, leveraging location services on device, we display those products that are available uh, closest to the person reading that article. Oh, okay. So once I say that this is going to be good for my back, and then I say, where am I going to get this? And I realize that it's over in this town, and I can just go right over. And... Great. That that would be real helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. We try to make it a... Uh, it's really we're trying to solve the problem of connectivity and convenience. And that, you know, right now, depending on what town you're in, in America, legal cannabis might be available to you, but you have no idea what all these new products are about. A lot of people don't actually want to go down to a dispensary for a number of different reasons. And really, they want to do everything else like they do on their phone. Like they want to watch Instagram stories. They want to read articles. They want to see how other people felt after using those products, read their reviews, and then be able to just see that product closest to them and click to buy. And we do that and then send that sales orders information through encryption in compliance to the local dispensary. So we, our product can remain an ancillary platform. Well, in addition to trying to fend off Google and Apple from stealing all your key people and, and then stealing their key people, what sure. else do you need to, to grow this thing to scale up to where you need it to be, say, like within the next 12 months? Yeah, so we're really, really lucky in that we've been developing and uh, building and have been bootstrapped uh, for the last two years. Um, we just started our pre-seed round. This was really difficult for us because I think we were trying to force ourselves into a seed round. 
and trying to you know use those metrics and things and we're, we're just not but where we are at is just starting to get traction turning on sales so pre-seed round looked appropriate from us it, it wasn't too much and we said what do we need to hit our goals and get to the next round so we just got our first angel investor for our 300k pre-seed round so we need to close that out Hopefully, you know, by the end of February, it might be sooner, you know, it's mm -hmm. a process, but we're excited. Our, our first angel has given us the resources to bring on the two new developers we needed to activate our revenue streams and to give us the funding we need to partner with influencers. Yeah. So if somebody were interested in getting involved or working with you, what do they need to do? How do they get a hold of you? What's the process? Pretty easy to get to Danny at life.is. If there was anybody perspective that was looking out there, I think where our sweet spot right now is still at the angel round. We're not going for millions yet. It's just not appropriate. And truth is, we just don't need it yet. We will down the road. We take Series A meetings. We take VC meetings. Generally, those people say you're too early. They might be right. They might be wrong. I don't know. But what we found is people who have an appetite for risk in the 25 to 100K range is really perfect for us. We're taking in investment through convertible equity safe documents. So hoping all of those people can see an ROI when we raise and convert in the next round. Or this is one of those opportunities that on the surface, as I said, on the surface, if you don't peel back a couple layers, you will think, well, this is a, this is a true startup. But when you really dig in, you'll find out that this thing's been around. It's just that you just are repackaged, essentially. Team's there. The management system is there. The idea is there. So it's an interesting deal. I normally would say you're not ready to be on the show. But in this case, <laughs> but as, I, as I look deeper, I'm like, yeah, these guys got it going on. Thanks for that. I was going to say, you know, some of the early feedback that we've gotten from people has been really kind of what you've said. Where at the first, they think that, you know, we're at a really early stage. And then when they really peel back the onion, they see where we're at in terms of development and the business development deals that we have in place, the number of dispensaries that have onboarded to the platform, the number and types of integrations that we have. People are starting to now tell us that you're a really sophisticated pre-seed company. You know, we hope that we can move into just a normal startup that generates revenue uh, here over the next 30 days. Oh, yeah. And once you start raising money, everyone will, will be like, oh, yeah, I knew they, I knew they were going to be great. I knew they were going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Danny, thank you for being on the show. I'll have all of life's information and Danny's contact information on the MJ Bulls website. Danny, thanks for being on the show. This is, this is I, I think you're on to something. I really do. Awesome. Thanks for the time, Dan. We'll uh, let you get back to skiing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why is an endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.